0: The turkeys had been stuffed and all the stockings had been hung. We were finally at the end because this year started crazy. So we were happy to be done finally with 2021. And then they took Betty. Damn. Yeah, friend, Betty gone. Betty has left us. And to think her 100th birthday would have been on January 17th. 100 years old. Hell, 99 is a feat. 90 is a feat. 85 is a feat. I know some 85 and 86-year-olds right now that pray to God they don't live to me. (laughs) That they don't live to 90. And its I find it absolutely hilarious because they've made peace with death and they're ready for it. You know, a lot of us would be raging against it because, let's face it, we're still relatively young. But at 85, 86 years old, I mean, what else in life is there to do? And that's how some of them feel. But Betty, she kept going, she kept doing, and she was amazing at it. Something that really comes to my mind when I think about Betty White is a quote from Maya Angelou, who is like, hands down, one of the Queens of my heart. Um, but a quote from her said, people will often forget what you do and people will often forget what you say, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And Betty White made us all feel good. She made us all want to be better. She was definitely a pioneer, definitely an, an idol for me as a woman, an icon for many. And she, when I say she was a pioneer, she really did things that went against the grain for her time because, okay, she was 99. So she lived through some pretty harsh things in the 40s and 50s and things like that. So... During that time, she did have a show like a comedy sketch show and entertainment hour where she would have different guests, kind of like Carol Burnett did and Mary Tyler Moore and things like that or people like that, I should say. And one thing that just really stood out to me that was so significant in her having that show was she invited a black entertainer on the show. And they had, uh, you know, just a little time on the stage. And she gave that to them. And they were good. Well, of course, she caught some flack for it. Um, I mean, this was a time where women just were not supposed to make those type of decisions. They were not supposed to have a voice. Um, Women were just seen as subservient to men, I should say. And she caught hell because she had this black entertainer on her show so i mean of course race relations were not where they should be i mean hell if we're being real honest about it they they not where they should be now but that's that's a story for another time but she had this entertainer on the show she caught hell for it she basically told society and people and critics and anybody else who would listen to lick lightning and to stick their opinion to where where the sun doesn't shine and she invited the black entertainer back onto her show and gave them an even longer set and it was just like a a slap in the face rightfully so she stood up for what was right and unfortunately the show was canceled a little little bit after that but just having that moment captured and being set up to make history I, I don't think, I don't think there could have been someone better to do it than Betty White. And she just fell in the ranks with so many others. So, and and then too, she was a comedic genius. All of those St. Olaf stories that she told as Rose Nyland on The Golden Girls, them bitches was made up off the top of her head. None of those stories were scripted at all. And I think that was the same case for her role as Elka on Hot in, Hot in Cleveland. All those stories that Elka told, they were made up off the top of her head. And Betty White was in her 90s, late 80s, early 90s when she was filming Hot in Cleveland. So she still had the wherewithal to be so witty and cunning in her comedic genius. And just so because <laughs> the Golden Girls Was my show. It still is my show. I still watch it on TV with the commercials and everything, and it's streaming on Hulu if I'm not mistaken. But one of my favorite Saint Olaf Olaf stories that Rose Nylund told was about the herring circus and them juggling tiny Ginsu knives and being shot out of the cannon, and how the herring just would not. They went on strike because they refused uh, to do the work because of poor work conditions. This was one of the funniest things that I had ever seen in my life and still is to this day. I am still tickled thinking about hearing juggling tiny Ginsu knives. I mean, <laughs> so definitely she definitely made uh, speaking for me. She made me feel joy and laughter and just made me feel silly and made me feel okay with being silly and being outspoken and and, and speaking up for what was right. Not just as a, a, a woman, but just as as a human being. Somebody that could speak against injustices and things like that. So, Auntie Betty, you definitely made an impact on my life. And you definitely... You definitely made me thankful that you were a friend, and I'm so glad that you are back with the Golden Girls once again. Please sit down, have an amazing slice of chocolate cheesecake, and uh talk with the girls. I'm so excited and so happy for your your legacy that that has been left, so it's been wonderful. Honestly, I, I'm kind of glad that she went on, especially because this pandemic has created a fraternity of sorts called Delta Omicron. <laughs> um, so, And Omicron seems to be contagious as hell. Um, Everybody is getting it. And it's just... I am so tired of living in a pandemic. I, I just... I am just exhausted from... Now, Don't get me wrong. I don't mind wearing a mask. I do not mind. Of course, I'm sanitizing and being clean and all of those things. I guess it's just the divisiveness of this pandemic and how how much it's exposed ugliness in people. Yes, it's really shown how we can come together and in the face of adversity and stand together as a people, as a community, but it's also shown how nasty people can be, how much we rely on technology, and how much the government really don't give a shit. (laughs) They are the honey badger of all honey badgers, okay? Honey badgers don't give a shit. And it's just disheartening, but you know, we yet keeping on, we yet keeping on, we are still here. And just the fact that you are listening to me lets me know that you are still here in spite of any condition. I hope that 2021, no, scratch that. I know 2021 has taught us lessons that we will carry over into 2022 and actually enforce them. That's actually a conversation that I had with uh, one of my relatives about, hey, what did you learn in 2021 and how will you utilize those lessons in 2022 instead of a resolution? Because resolutions have been proven to fail. Let's just say that because you set these unrealistic expectations and then you do it solidly, probably about I highballed it at 60 days, two months. By March, you're back to your old habits, you're back to your old self, and no real change has happened. So, I, we had the conversation, my my cousin and I, and it was because time out for these things that we just will not accomplish. Like, sis, you're not going to lose 100 pounds in a month unless you own crack cocaine. Let's just, Let's just call a spade a spade, okay? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in a healthy way. You're still going to have the unhealthy obsession that you do with food because you're worried about the result rather than the journey. So in 2021, one of the things that I learned is to rediscover my purpose and be convicted in it. And not just on the grand scheme, on the grand scale, but those moments and day by day and day to day, those small moments where I can be victorious, where I can have those small victories that can apply to my overall goal and help me achieve that. So this definitely in this podcast, I rediscovered my purpose and I have renewed conviction to let my voice be heard and to continue to speak, just to continue to speak and not be, not be silenced by my own negative thoughts and my own negative feelings and to allow myself to be supported. Those, those things have contributed greatly to me realizing that I still got some shit to say, and I'm going to say it regardless of who's listening, because I'm doing this for me and not really anybody else. So that's something that I want to impart on you, something I want to share, something I want you to hold on to, something that is tangible. Instead of making New Year's resolutions, instead of having an... What could possibly be an unrealistic expectation? Set up something that is that can be enforced in your day-to-day and something that can impact minute by minute of what you're doing that can help you achieve your overall goal. For example, to put it into context for you, say you have the goal to lose weight. That's typically what everybody wants to do, right, in a resolution. So if you learned in 2021 being at home and all of those things, just like we were in 2020, if you learned that you eat when you're bored or you eat when you are sad, you eat when you are emotional, okay, you've learned that. Take that lesson and apply it in 2022 so your goal of losing weight can be accomplished, but your day by day is impacted. You know, you have this emotional relationship with food. Okay. Figure out why you deal with the emotions through food, then learn to deal with the emotions in a healthy way. And that in turn will actually better your relationship with food so not only do you have a healthy relationship with it you are consuming healthy things and then therefore you can utilize all of that in your journey of weight loss that's something that I certainly deal with weight loss and weight gain and all of the fluctuation that I'm sure a lot of people go through. So that's something that even I tell myself, like, okay, figure out what is the root and then how you can change it in your day-to-day to accomplish your overall goal. So that is definitely something that I have taken with me from 2021, looking at things that way. That's a huge, huge level of insight to so many things that it it really makes me excited for all the things that, all the obstacles that may even come up and all the opportunities that I have to overcome those things. So definitely take your lesson that you learned from 2021, apply it vigorously and intentionally in 2022. So that way you can kind of set yourself up for success rather than failure, right? If you learn that you are having a difficult time letting go of some hurt, take that and do what you need to do to be proactive in dealing with that pain, dealing with that hurt, working through it so you can move on from it. If you learned last year that it pains you to look your grandmother in the face because you were molested by her husband and you learned that in 2021, it manifested itself after all these years and it's time for you to deal with it, let's deal with it in 2022. Have that difficult conversation. If you learned that last year you are a womanizer because of your father telling you that's what men do and women are just objects for your sexual gratification. And that's what you've been taught. And you were finally smacked in the face with it last year and you learned that about yourself. Then have that talk with your father and deal with that and start the process in 2022. So when you get beyond this year, you're better for it. Your overall goal of becoming a better man can be accomplished. Or sis, if you recognize that you have been using your child as a pawn to emotionally manipulate your ex-husband, your baby father, just some dude in the street, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess you thought a baby would keep him. If you learn that you are that woman, I I, I need you for real. Like really, for me you and that child i need you to deal with that hurt and deal with that emotional manipulation and and let that man see his child let that man be a part of his child's life because that relationship has nothing to do with you to an extent it doesn't but you you can't we we doing shit different and and yes people say that Every year, but this year we're gonna we gonna mean it. We're gonna be in, intentional about it because, goddamn it, we're sick of this shit. We're sick of throwing a rock and hiding our hand. We are sick of not speaking up. We are sick of living in this cycle. We're sick of that. You, I, and when I say we, I mean me, myself, and I. Me and you. Everybody just sick of it just over it because it's a time out for all of this shit these past two years have been (laughs) probably the hardest years that we have encountered especially in in my generation it's been rough okay we feel my generation i know we feel old as hell because of all the stupid shit we've had to deal with and just witness and encounter. So every lesson that we learn, we're going to apply it vigorously. And like I said, intentionally in this year. So, yes, we're going to talk about these, 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 uh, <laughs> these issues. Yes, we're going to have a voice. Yes, we're going to stand up. Yes, we're going to encourage each other. Yes, we're going to tell that sister or friend, girl, you have got to slow down and stop sleeping with all these men. Or in some cases, you have got to stop sleeping with all these women or both. You, you, what, it, what are you missing? What is going on in your life, in your mind, in your heart that makes you seek this level of gratification to where every day, Every day you're sleeping with three and four people. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We are not doing that. Or, or, hey, hey, my brother, listen, she said no, that that's okay. It's okay for her to say no. It's okay to be rejected. It's okay. You don't have to go to your trunk and get your gun. You don't have to beat her nearly to death because you don't know how to handle rejection. No, sir. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not doing that. We're going to do something a little bit different. So, like I said, I am very excited about the opportunities that are going to be presented to overcome any obstacle to grow, to do better, To do exactly what the mission of this space is. And that is evolution. To evolve. Seriously though. So, I'm still in this thing. I'm not giving up. I will be as convicted. I'm going to stay on it. I'm going to stay on myself. And I'm going to do everything that I have to do to apply the lessons that I've learned in 2021 so from my heart to yours i love you tremendously and i simply cannot get along without you i wish you nothing but love light prosperity growth laughter family friends everything your heart can desire to a point, okay, within boundary, within reason, okay, because some of us just don't know how to act, but I wish you all these things, and my mama motherfucking collard greens, okay, peace, I'm out.